Welcome back, everybody. It's Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. Born on this day in 1932, Otis Davis of Tuscaloosa, gold medalist in the 400-meter dash and 4x400 relay at the 1960 Olympics. Today, let's talk about White Nationalism Gate, the baby that wasn't kidnapped after all, and more details from the baseball betting scandal. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. White nationalism, however you define it, has dominated Alabama political talk for the past couple news cycles. And to be honest, it's not been very clear whether anybody is arguing the same point. Depending on whose take, tweet, or thread you read, this may be about the definition of white nationalism, or whether actual white nationalists are racist, or whether some people are labeled white nationalists who aren't racist, or even whether white nationalist, nationalist, and patriot have been conflated. Now, there's a general rule in politics about splitting hairs on such subjects, and that rule is don't. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville finally embraced that rule Tuesday when he told Capitol Hill reporters, quote, white nationalists are racists. Now, that's in a report on AL.com by Howard Kopowitz. That came a day after Tuberville went on CNN's The Source with Caitlin Collins and said that the idea that a white nationalist is racist is a matter of opinion, setting off a firestorm. Tuberville said if a white nationalist were racist, he's certainly against that, but that his understanding of a white nationalist is different. Now, this all harks back to an interview Tuberville did on WBHM in which he was asked about white nationalists in the military. And Tuberville responded at that time by saying that that's what President Biden calls them and that he calls them Americans. Yesterday, many Washington Democrats and Republicans alike said there's no room to equivocate on white nationalism. Katie Britt, Tuberville's fellow Alabama Republican senator, showed off her understanding of the don't rule that I mentioned earlier. According to reports, she said, quote, White supremacy and racism have absolutely no place in our country, period, the end. One of the most terrifying stories you can imagine turned bizarre and ultimately had a great ending. Now, you probably saw the alert on your phone Monday evening when a nine-month-old girl was reported missing after the SUV she was in disappeared from a Walker County driveway. An SUV was reported speeding away from the area. A reward was posted. A search was launched. The story was shared everywhere, and prayers went up by the thousands. AL.com's Carol Robinson reports that after what was probably the longest 13 hours or so of a mama and daddy's life passed, the SUV was found across the road from where it had been parked. Police said they believe it had rolled down the driveway, across the road, down an embankment, and into a heavy cover of kudzu. They said that the area had been searched three times overnight. During the fourth search, they were aided by a helicopter and the morning sunlight, and a bumper was spotted. The baby, Harlow Darby Freeman, was reportedly dehydrated but in good condition and was taken to Children's of Alabama in Birmingham to be examined. Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty has reported more details in the scandal that broke three days before the University of Alabama fired baseball coach Brad Bohannon. 
Forty's a veteran, a senior writer and national columnist for SI. Now, I mention that because he used unnamed sources in this story, and you always weigh that, but like I said, Forty's a vet. He reported that Bohannon knew of a $100,000 wager placed by Indiana travel ball coach Bert Eugene Neff Jr. In fact, reportedly, Neff was texting with Bohannon on his way into the Bet MGM Sportsbook at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati the day the bet was placed on Alabama's baseball game against LSU. And security cameras there reportedly were able to pick up Bohannon's name on Neff's phone. Neff went in and placed that huge bet on college baseball. And folks, people aren't lining up to put down 100 large on many college baseball games. And he reportedly explained to the employees there that he had inside information. Now, according to one of the sources, quote, it couldn't have been any more reckless. You know, it's hard to miss the irony of this betting facility being located inside the stadium of the team that Pete Rose played and managed for. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. We'd love to have you back then. Meanwhile, come on by and see us on the internet anytime you want to at AL.com.